one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Would you be the jerk if you told your girlfriend to exercise more? We'll get to that in a bit, but first, Am I the jerk for refusing to forgive my dad for breaking our deal? When I, 17-year-old male, was 8, my parents bought me a piano and signed me up for lessons. I was super excited because I love music. Over time, I kind of became known as the piano guy at school. I play at school concerts, accompany the school jazz choir, and play once a week for the residents at a couple of retirement homes in our town. When I was 15, I started to talk about quitting lessons and my parents quickly tried to guilt me out of it. I told them I wanted to try other things and that between piano and studying, I didn't have much time left for other extracurriculars. My dad proposed a deal. If I kept playing and taking lessons until I reached 10 RCM, Royal Conservatory of Music, and continued to keep my grades up at school, he would buy me a new car of my choice. I jumped at it and we shook hands on the deal. I should explain that my family is well off financially. I have a very privileged life, but I wouldn't say I've been spoiled. If I ever wanted a luxury item like a new phone or a game console, I have to buy it myself with money I've saved from summer and after school jobs. I should also explain that my dad is big on loopholes. When we compete, he always finds a way to win. And when I do, it doesn't count because of some loophole. It drives me nuts, but he thinks he's hilarious. Whenever I complain about him not playing fair, his answer is always the same. Life isn't fair. So because of our deal, I kept up with my lessons. I spent about an hour or two a day on the piano while keeping my grades up. Last summer, I took my level 9 RCM exams and passed, fulfilling my part of the deal. I told my dad I'd chosen the BMW X5 plug-in hybrid SUV. A couple of months ago, on my birthday, I came downstairs for breakfast, and my dad told me there was a surprise waiting for me in the garage. I ran out, and sitting in the middle of the floor was a 1 to 24th scale toy BMW X5. My dad burst out laughing and said, A deal's a deal, so as promised, here's your brand new BMW. My heart absolutely broke. I asked if he was being serious, and he said I couldn't seriously have expected him to buy a 17-year-old a real brand new BMW, and that we could discuss getting me a reasonably priced used car. I said we had a deal and I fulfilled my end of it. He said he did too, since I never said that car had to be full-size and drivable. I said he wasn't being fair. His response? Life isn't fair. Ever since this happened, I've been distant with my dad. I honestly feel like he betrayed my trust and that he deliberately made a fool out of me. He keeps bringing up the idea of a used car, but I told him I'm not interested, which I admit is kind of petty. I have enough money saved that I can buy a cheap used car myself, and I just feel like if I accept one from him now, it's like saying that breaking his promise didn't matter and that he didn't do anything wrong. Am I the jerk? I know I would feel the exact same way as OP, and I think especially the reason you don't want to accept their offer of a used car is because that's basically, like, agreeing to settle 
whatever outstanding promise by way of this used cheapo car. If you accept that used car offer, it kind of feels like you give up being objectionable to what the father did to you. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit that subscribe button down below? Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling her to get over herself? I got a dog two years ago, Corgi, and she's very much so my sidekick. I've been with my fiancé for five years. My fiancé does like the dog, but she's currently pregnant and experiencing massive migraines and has been snapping at everything. So every morning when I get up, I find my fiancé already awake and at the table relaxing. As soon as I get out of the bed, my dog goes nuts. It's like super energy where she's running sideways, barking up a storm, jumping from the bed to the floor a million times, causing the apartment to shake because it's old as freak, etc. And I'll sit there and sing made up songs to her and just mess around with her. It's pretty noisy and I can be loud. It's just my way of interacting with my pet. I also have ADHD so I'm fully aware that I can be ridiculously loud and sometimes I simply forget to tone it down. My fiancé's complained about it a few times, and I'll absolutely try to tone it down for a while, but as messed up as it sounds, the second she stops complaining and it's out of sight, out of mind, I start doing it again. If I catch myself, I apologize immediately, but sometimes I don't even catch myself doing it. So she's been getting up earlier than normal because she says she needs peace and quiet from you and the dog, because she can't hear herself think when we get up and then she starts getting migraines and being overall pissed off. But now she's complaining because I can sense her not in the bed anymore, probably after 20 minutes of her being gone, and her warmth no longer there, and then I'm wide awake and the dog senses it and you know. So she's now getting pissed because she thinks I'm purposely not letting her have space, and purposely annoying her with my behaviors. I'm not, truly, but it seems like it I guess. I've tried just laying in bed for a while so she can relax, but I get stir-crazy and I also don't feel like I should have to stay in bed so she can be alone when I live here too. But she flipped this morning. I felt her sneaking out of bed this morning at 5am and tiptoe out of the room. I watched her sit at the table with her book. Well, the dog saw me awake and immediately goes ballistic, jumping on the bed, whining, barking, etc. She comes in and says, Will you guys calm down so I can have some time to myself for once? I just side-eyed her because I'm getting pissed at this point with her demands. She says, well, I tell her to get over herself. Just because she's pregnant doesn't mean I have to change who I am or change how the household works or change my dynamic with my dog. She immediately left after telling me to go freak myself and won't answer my calls. She's been gone for six hours. Honestly, as fun as it is probably to wake up that way with your dog, you need to accept that it's not productive for the household as a whole if you care about this person and discourage the dog acting like that. Like, go take the dog for a walk if it has that much energy in the morning. Our next story is, am I the jerk for calling my brother and sister-in-law rude guests for removing the decorative pillows my wife put in the guest's room? My brother and sister-in-law moved in temporarily. They're staying in the guest's room. So far, we've been on the same page concerning all things except the decorative pillows. My wife loves adding decorative pillows on beds, and she did the same with the guest's bedroom. She did it to make the room look better, and also it's her preference. 
She came to me complaining about seeing the decorative pillow in the guest's room being put on the floor and not being put on bed during the day. I went to talk with my brother and he explained that sister-in-law was tired of having to move the seven pillows in total before using the bed. I explained how my wife finds this disrespectful, but he thought it was no big deal and that my wife was being a little too obsessed, especially since sister-in-law is pregnant and can't put the pillows back every time. We had a fight and I ended up calling him and sister-in-law rude guests because of it. He and sister-in-law got offended and there was tension in the house over it. My wife isn't speaking to them and they aren't speaking to me. Am I the jerk? Maybe my wife overreacted. Maybe I shouldn't have called them that, but it is what it is, so... I don't think the wife should have been that worked up over it. I don't think it should have gone to the blows it had. I think if anything saying, well, you could have put it somewhere else other than the floor and, you know, temporarily putting it somewhere else while they stay in the guest room, that should be fine. This next story is, am I the jerk for not allowing my daughter to go to her sister's wedding because of her emo outfit? I have two daughters, Ashley, 26-year-old female, and Alex, 15-year-old female. I'm gonna start by saying they don't get along that well and it's due to the age difference. Recently though, they've been getting closer since Ashley let Alex help plan the wedding. It was really nice of her to include her in this. Well, the wedding was yesterday, and it was supposed to wear formal attire. So before this, we both got long dresses. Alex was supposed to wear the dress she got, which was sage green. Alex normally wears emo clothes at the moment, which is fine. Well, she came down in the green dress and put a large slit in it that goes up to her thigh. She also added a skull necklace, earrings, punk rock boots, and really dark makeup. I told her to take that jewelry off quickly and give me the dress so I could fit the slit or at least make it shorter. Alex got mad and said it was fine and was in the dress code. I told her no and that you'll stand out. She refused again and I told her if she won't fix it, then she can stay home. She refused again and she missed the wedding. Ashley understood why her sister wasn't there, but my husband was furious with me and called me a jerk. Alex is still not talking to me also. I got there really early before the wedding and brought the issue up in person. Ashley was still getting ready. That's when we had the conversation. She agreed it would be best. I also texted my daughter that if she changed the outfit, I could pick her up in time for the wedding. No response. I'm fine with her expressing herself. She picked out the dress and she told me what she was going to do for her makeup. Then the day of the wedding, she did all of this. The slit was so high I could see her underwear if she walked fast. Not to mention the jewelry was huge. I just don't get why she would do that. It was inappropriate to dress like that for the event. There's a time and place. Not to mention my Ashley was fine with Alex missing the wedding. She didn't want her there looking like that either. Our next story is, am I the jerk for returning all of my daughter's packages that she ordered? My daughter, female, 31, is currently in the process of moving. She's been living in Brussels for the past four years and is now moving back to London as she was offered a better position. She can move into her new flat in mid-February, so she asked if she could stay with me and of course I agreed. I missed her. Of course, I refused to accept any rent. She offered. It's been great, but one thing I've noticed is that my daughter has a habit of ordering online a lot. She runs out of toothpaste? She won't bother going to the shop, she'll just order it online with her other essentials like shampoo. Needs clothes or stuff for her new house? She'll order it. She even bought her father's birthday gift and wrapping paper online. 
She even has groceries delivered because she insisted she pays for them because she lives rent-free. She barely goes to shops and because of people like her, our high streets are dying. It's unhealthy and every time for a week now, whenever a package came, I returned it, which forced her to shop locally a few times. But now, because quite a few packages never arrived, she realized what's been happening and confronted me and she's fuming. She accused me of treating her like a child and saying I had no right to return her stuff. I told her something had to be done and I tried explaining my point but she told me she's done, packaged her stuff and went to stay at a hotel wasting money. I asked her to move back, promising not to do it again but she's stubborn and won't listen. She told me she'll stay at a hotel until she can move into her flat. I only wanted to help her but she's being so unreasonable. My husband stays neutral and I don't know. Was I the jerk here? Was I wrong for returning those packages? How in any way would it be helping her by returning all of her packages? That's what you, the parent of your kid, considers helping them? Making sure they don't get the stuff they ordered? You may not like it, but honestly, online delivery for just about anything is kind of the way things are going nowadays. And like, I know it's been two years and whatnot, but with the world situation still being how it is, it's nice to try to limit how much you have to be around crowds of other people. This next story is, am I the jerk for interrupting my neighbor's house auction because someone parked in my driveway? I go out this morning with my family to do shopping. I come home to find my quiet street packed. Cars, both sides, narrowing it to one way. I get to my house and someone had parked in my driveway. I keep going to next door, fortunately I was facing that way. Auction was in full swing. Asian going mental, scumbags in suits everywhere. I roll down the window and yell, Whoever the inconsiderate jerk was that parked in my driveway better move the freaking car now. Silence. Some old person gets in this crappy little Yaris and moves it. I back into my driveway and into my garage. About 10 minutes later, there's a knock on my door. It's one of the real estate flunkies who proceeded to chew me out for ruining his auction and costing the neighbor money. I told him I didn't give a freak, and maybe they should have given us notice of the auction. We got nothing in the mailbox, and he can just piss off my property. My wife says I should have found a park and walked up and asked nicely. I told her nice doesn't work in this situation, so am I the jerk? Considering they had the audacity to go to your door and complain, there's no way that you walking up there being like, Hi, could you get the person who parked in my driveway to pull out? Would ever work. What OP said to that real estate flunky, they would have said to OP if they tried to ask nicely. As far as I'm concerned, if I'm OP, they lost money? Good. Stay out of my driveway. Our next story is, am I the jerk for saying it's not my problem if my friend doesn't make enough waitressing? After my friend and I went to an escape room, she said she was hungry and I offered to cook. She accepted and we headed over to our house. There, she asked why I hadn't gone to a restaurant in a while. She works for a nice restaurant in town and we used to frequent because she got an employee discount. I told her I pretty much stopped going to restaurants completely. She asked me why and I told her inflation and the expectation to tip 20% at least has made restaurant food ridiculously expensive. She got annoyed and told me I could afford it. I live in a million dollar house. My husband and I make good money, but I don't see why that means I have to go to restaurants. I told her the main thing at restaurants I like to order, steak, is now $50 for a mediocre one. 
I can get top quality ribeye for $30 that I can cook in compound butter and fresh rosemary. She made a face and told me that people with money that don't have children should be helping prop up the industry and complaining about tipping when I'm doing well. I felt attacked. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Then told her that I'm doing what everyone's advice is. If I can't tip enough not to go out. I'm annoyed by how high tipping has gotten and we don't even live in the US, we live in Canada. She told me the restaurants can't even hire enough waitresses now, so even with tips, most people don't make enough serving. I told her it's not my problem if they don't make enough, it's their boss's job to pay them and when I do eat out I tip what is expected. She got really mad, told me I should be more sympathetic to her since she can barely pay her bills waitressing, since less people are eating out and tipping, and refused to talk to me while we ate. If there's one thing I wouldn't stand for, it's you telling me what I should and shouldn't do with my money. I wouldn't sit there and let you shame me for not going out to restaurants more. And also, let's be real, a lot of places are really getting expensive. Our next story is, am I the jerk for ruining my friend's gender reveal? My 27-year-old female, friend, 29-year-old female, is pregnant. She wanted to do a gender reveal, so at her 20-week ultrasound, she got the ultrasound technician to write the gender on a piece of paper, put it in an envelope, and gave it to me. She wanted me to order those smoke cannons for her, her husband, and their kids to pop at a photograph session to reveal what their new baby is going to be. Personally, I don't see the point in them, but it made my friend happy and I felt honored that she trusted me with such a secret. When she handed me the envelope, she made me swear that under no circumstances, I would tell her what it is, no matter how much she begged or told anyone else. I agreed. Fast forward two weeks, I've had this envelope for two weeks now. I've ordered the cannons and the gender reveals in a few days. For the past two weeks, my friend has hounded me with texts, begging me to just tell her what it is, but then following up with, actually no, I don't want to know. And it's just been going back and forth like that. The texts were annoying, but I just ignored it and understood she was excited. But the past three days, she had begun hounding me at work. I work an office job and I'm in and out of meetings all day. After the first day of a call into my work, I asked her to please just chill out and stop calling me at work. I reminded her that she had made me promise not to tell and that she'd find out soon enough. Here's where I may be the jerk. I'd been having a crappy day at work with a particular client being a giant pain in the butt. I was stuck in a meeting with this client and the receptionist stuck her head in and said, I had an urgent phone call. 
I thought it may have been my kid's school, so I excused myself and took the call. It was my friend again. I just snapped and told her if she wanted to know so badly, it's a boy, and then I hung up the phone. My husband thinks I'm in the right because there's only so much one person can take, but our mutual friends are calling me the jerk because I should have just kept my mouth shut. So am I the jerk? I mean, when it goes to the point of harassment, do you really blame them? Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my sister her baby's name is freaking stupid? I, 21-year-old female, found out not too long ago that my sister B, 36-year-old female, is pregnant after a long struggle with infertility, and I'm pumped and can't wait to be an aunt. Last week was the gender reveal party, where my B broke down crying after cutting the cake and seeing it was pink inside. Her and her husband are thrilled because they apparently wanted a girl. She said right then that the baby will be named Mary. For reference, B is a born-again Christian. She found Jesus during her third time in rehab. She'll go on and on to anyone who will listen about how she had visions of the Virgin Mary by her bedside, telling her that she would get better, that the pain was temporary, and how she would do great things after recovering. That was eight years ago. She met her husband not long after that in church, of course, and fell head over heels in love, saying that God made them for each other. Kind of rolled my eyes at that declaration. Mary's just so old and boring. B asked me what was wrong. I was honest and told her I thought the name was a little boring. At the least, she could do something like Miriam and make Mary a nickname. It's 2023. Kids will make fun of her for having an old lady name once she's older. I myself have an old lady name, think Edith or something, and it's a pain. Kids in grade school constantly called me Grandma Edith and the sort, saying I was destined to be an old hag who would live in the woods and have a crooked nose. I'm also worried for the baby. B isn't a reliable person. She's been sober for years and everyone still walks on eggshells around her. She used to run off to go on drug binges all the time. A few times leaving me home alone as a kid so she could meet up with one of her dealers while our parents were out. She brought it up a few days ago, mentioning how she was hurt I didn't like the name, and asked if I was being honest in my feelings. I told her I was. Mary is a freaking stupid name. She'll get bullied in school for it, or at the very least, if she goes to some kind of Christian school, it'll confuse the heck out of her because every other girl will be called Mary. She called me cruel and a jerk and accused me of hating her and not caring that she was finally in a good place in life, as if she hasn't been in a good place in life before and relapsed, leaving our parents in debt paying for therapy and rehab that don't work and letting us clean up all her messes over and over again. Am I the jerk? I think OP really has a bigger problem with the religion side of things more so than the name. At least that's the kind of vibe I'm getting here. Also, although there are a lot of older people named Mary, I still think Mary's a rather common name. Miriam sounds way more old lady to me than Mary does. It's not like she's naming her kid Chosen One or something. Our next story is, am I the jerk for screaming at my dad when he lectured my brother about losing lots of money on crypto? My brother, 23-year-old male, was dumb and invested a lot of his savings in crypto. He bought at the peak, sold at the bottom, and lost a lot of money. He's been depressed and anxious about this and beating himself up over it. My dad, 48-year-old male, is ironically a financial advisor and found out today when my brother admitted it. 
He had told my brother and me not to invest in crypto when we joked about Dogecoin last year, and he told us millions of times to diversify, diversify, diversify. Well, my brother didn't listen to any of that, and my dad, when he found out, started being a total butthead to my brother, in my opinion, saying things like, tell me you're joking. You're joking, right? Why on earth would you do such a dumb thing? I told you millions of times last year not to buy crypto. You should only be buying diversified mutual index funds. You made these choices and now you're learning your expensive lesson. Things that are not helpful and not serving any purpose other than to fill my dad's ego and make my brother feel even worse. Like seriously, why even say these things? I, 22-year-old female, told my dad to shut up since he's not adding anything to the conversation. By the way, my brother at this point was near tears. My dad got mad at me and maybe I went overboard. I was very upset for my brother. I screamed at my dad that this is exactly why my brother and I never confide in him about anything important and we go to our mom. They're divorced. Instead, since my mom actually has empathy, he yelled back that he does have empathy. I said if he did, then I wouldn't be so excited to remove him out of my life when I'm older and not financially dependent on him. Now we're not speaking. He didn't even apologize to my brother either. My brother left and is probably still depressed. I feel bad now for making my dad so upset, but also I feel like he acted so crappily to my brother for no reason. But now I feel guilty. I also live with him currently. Am I the jerk for screaming at him for what he said to my brother? Now, if he flared up and reacted way too, like, strongly, I think you have every right to call him out on it, but not in a way that you're escalating the situation further yourself. Just saying, like, he's already beaten up enough, he lost all of his money, just take it easy on him and try to steer him in the right direction. I know personally I just don't respond well when people try to tear into me or scold me, so I get why OP would want to lash out, but they're only escalating. Call them out while at the same time de-escalating. I will say though, it doesn't sound like the father was necessarily insulting anybody. Our next story is, am I the jerk for calling my sister cruel for her tattoo idea? Sister is 28, I'm 26 year old male. My sister N has always had a strained relationship with our parents, especially my mom. I'm clearly not privy to the reasons because things are fine with me and my parents. When N went to college, she met her creative writing professor as a freshman and they got close immediately. They would do a lot together and worked closely on a few different writing projects. N never specifically said this, but it was obvious to anyone who saw them interact that they had a substitute mother-daughter type relationship, which hurt my mom a lot to see. I always thought she'd grow out of it or that the professor would move on, but 10 years later they were still very close. About a month ago, the professor died unexpectedly and it devastated N. She was really depressed over the holidays, which of course was all in front of my mom, and was a difficult reminder that N loved the professor as a mother way more than she ever loved my mom as a mother. She still talks to my parents and stuff, and they don't fight or anything, but N is very distant and doesn't tell them anything about her life beyond the bare minimum. My mom tried to comfort N, but N was doing her distant thing and didn't want comfort. Something unfortunate that happened to N is that when she got the call that she died, she was brewing tea and in the shock of the news, she spilled boiling water on her arm, which burned her kind of badly on her wrist. I think the burn was like on the borderline of second and third degree 
and definitely still looked pretty rough during the holidays. N said it was especially hard because, in addition to the physical pain, every time she looks at it, she's reminded of the moment she found out the professor died, which I totally get. I was on FaceTime with N, and she said she talked to her tattoo artist friend, who said that the burn should be able to heal well enough to get a tattoo over it. N then excitedly told me about her idea, which is a type of flower that the professor gave her a bouquet of for her undergrad graduation. My mom was so embarrassed that day because she didn't get N flowers, but the professor did, and N was parading them around so happy and it was a reminder of their connection. I guess N and the professor exchanged these flowers for every special occasion like birthdays, etc. So now she wants to get a decent sized tattoo and a highly visible spot of something that will remind everyone of the professor. I told N that this seemed really cruel to my mom, who already feels cast aside and like she's in exile from N, and that's without the constant permanent reminder. N kind of scoffed and said, I can't believe you think you have the right to tell me not to do this. Called me a jerk and hung up and is still not talking to me, except for a very brief text saying congrats for a promotion I just got. My parents aren't commenting. My dad said I should have just kept quiet, even though he agrees, and my mom made no comment but seemed grateful I stood up for her. I feel like I was just being protective of my mom, but am I the jerk? Regardless of what you or your mom feels, obviously this professor was incredibly important to their sister, and I say screw anybody that tries to tell her that she can't get a tattoo that commemorates somebody that clearly meant so much to her, whether that makes your mom jealous or not. Our next story is, am I the jerk for pushing my girlfriend to get more exercise? I, 26 year old female, am pretty in shape. I jog every day and eating healthy is pretty important to me. I also follow a low carb diet for health reasons, used to have horrible IBS and mood swings. My girlfriend L, 28 year old female, also eats fairly healthy overall, but I do most of the cooking. Before we got together, Elle mostly just ordered takeout and didn't cook much. We got together and she's pretty happy overall with our eating habits because I'm a good cook. But she still buys processed junk food and less healthy items and keeps them around the house. I also bake a lot and Elle is always happy to try what I make. Last year I proposed to Elle and she said yes. We're now in the stages of wedding planning. Recently I noticed that Elle has gained some weight and I'm a little worried about her health. Early on in our relationship, things were closed, COVID, and so we went on a lot of hikes, and we used to go for walks multiple mornings a week. This plus the fact that I was cooking for us and she was eating less takeout and processed food led to her losing about 15 pounds by accident. She wasn't overweight, but had gained some due to COVID, lost some, and after meeting me, had lost the rest. I know living a sedentary life has its health consequences and really isn't good for you. I really love Elle and want her to be around for a long time. I feel like it's partially my fault that she's gaining weight, because we used to go for more hikes and walks together, but then I started jogging in place every morning while watching TV, got too hot over the summer to walk and I wanted more exercise. So now instead of us going for a walk, I'm there jogging while Elle just sits and watches TV with me. I love Elle and find her very beautiful. I just worry about her health and her not getting enough exercise. Every now and then I suggest she jog in place with me or I'll send her on an errand to the grocery store so she can at least get a little walk in. 
and she's happy to go get things but doesn't ever jog with me. Today, I tried to tell her that I was worried about her health, and she got upset. I don't think I said anything bad. I told her how much I love her and want her to be around, but I'm worried she doesn't get enough exercise. She took it fairly well but was very quiet and seemed kind of sad. Later, I got an angry text from Elle's stepsister saying that I was fat shaming and calling me a horrible person. Am I the jerk here? Like, does she have actual medical conditions or issues or like concerningly overweight? Or is this just she's not fit enough for OP to be happy? But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 